Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. Strange Tales. Thanks for joining me once again. We'll hear this week from NBC's short story series that aired over NBC from February of 1951 to May of 1952. 52 episodes were produced for the series. Only 41 aired. The story we'll hear today is from March 14, 1951. It's based on a story by Shirley Jackson. It's titled The Lottery. NBC presents Short Story. Tonight, Shirley Jackson. She's novelist and short story writer, master of the sunny mood that turns to terror in a single sentence. But her statements are not dark for the sake of darkness, rather for the bitter truth that's in them. Shirley Jackson. Tonight, one of the most dramatic and horrifying of the Shirley Jackson stories, The Lottery. The Lottery, which will be heard immediately following this announcement by the United States Marine Corps. Most of us know the United States Marine Corps is a highly successful fighting organization. And we know that the Corps trains its members to conduct themselves with efficiency, speed, and skill whenever the security of our country is threatened. Much of the success of Marine Corps operations may be directly attributed to the leadership ability of the individual Marine. The qualities of leadership which makes a successful Marine are also those which make a successful businessman or statesman. Today, thousands of Marine veterans hold responsible positions in practically every field of endeavor. These men learn to lead, to make swift, intelligent decisions as part of their Marine Corps training. Today, leadership ability is more important than ever. There's an increasing need for capable, efficient leaders in business, government, and community affairs. To become a leader, a man must learn self-discipline. Moreover, he must develop initiative and a sense of responsibility. These are qualities that Marine Corps training develops. And that's why no matter what a man's profession, no matter what his chosen career, Marine Corps training will help him get ahead. Here now, The Lottery by Shirley Jackson. Lloyd, Lloyd! Uh, Lloyd, some of you get up out of that bed. Oh, it ain't seven yet. Of course it ain't. Uh, now you get up, you hear? It's lottery day. Now, Dickie, you eat your cereal. I don't want no more, Ma. You eat up your cereal, because you ain't going to have nothing but sandwiches till supper time. Sandwiches? You heard me. I'm not going to cook no three hot meals on lottery day. All right, Davy, that's enough of the chicken. Shoot, shoot. Thanks, Ma. Shoot. 
cows. Come on now, son. We got a fourth hay down for the cows. We won't be back all day. Tomorrow coming, too? Just like Sunday for sure? Yeah, that's right. All folks in the town line will be in today for the lottery. Can't find my collar stud. Who took my collar stud? Ah, just don't fret, grandsire. It's around here somewhere. Now, if I can't find my collar stud, I ain't going. Seventy-seven lotteries I've been to, never missed a one. Laura, you find my collar stud, you hear? The morning of June 27th was clear and sunny with the fresh warmth of a full summer day. The flowers were blossoming. And the grass on the town green in front of the bandstand was a nice, warm summer green. The folks in the village and the farmers inside the township line began to gather in the square between the post office and the bank by about 10 o'clock. School was out for the summer, and the kids came in early to chase around the board sidewalks the way kids will. Bobby Martin and Harry Jones were sitting in front of the post office swapping stones. Bobby had his pockets full already. Nice, smooth, round ones. The girls stood aside, talking among themselves and looking over their shoulders at the boys. And the very small children rolled in the dust or clung to the hands of their older brothers and sisters. Morning, John. Morning, Mr. Summers. Yeah, nice day for the lottery, ain't it? Yes. Had rain yesterday up to the North Village. They got to start the lottery a day ahead to get done. Two hundred families. That's right. Yeah. Got to hustle to get the lottery over with up there. Won't take us more than maybe a couple hours. It seems longer. Yeah, that's the way it is with the lottery. I was talking it over with Mrs. Summers. It's the suspense makes time go slow. Not slow enough. Uh, you draw this year, don't you? I guess so. Yeah, that's the rule, all right. Stranger in town draws his second year. Morning, Mr. Summers. John. Morning, Morning. Mr. Delacroix. In early, I see. Well, I don't get up to the village often. George don't like to leave the stock. You going to have the store open after? Well, most likely. It didn't used to be done. Well, you got to be modern, I always say. Excuse me, won't you? Martin's has just got in. It's a nice day for us, though. You can say that for fair. Can't you go faster, Pa? We'll mess everything. Oh, don't worry, Davey. We'll get there in plenty of time. I want to go into Summer's store after to get some patterns. Elsie Dunbar told me he's got some new ones in for short-waisted figures. Let's not talk about it, Tessie. What do you mean? I've got that flowered stuff left over from last year. And if I can get a good pattern... I don't want to talk about after. Oh. Come on, Pa. Can't we go no faster? All right. Up there. Get up. Up there. I was talking to John Gunderson. The school teacher? Mm-hmm. He's got to draw this year. It's only right. Second year in town. I told him I was thinking of packing and moving out. Bill Hutchinson, you crazy? I told him I was going to pack the wagon and tie the stock onto the end of it and just move out. You mean just, just leave the farm? That's right. I was going to do it before lottery day this year. That's crazy, Bill. Where would you settle? Well, your folks have farmed that ground since heaven knows when. Yeah, I know. I was going to just move out. It's too late now. Oh, Bill, you talk the same way every year. No sense to it. No, there's no sense to it. A woman sees things like this clearer. You just don't think about it, that's all. You come in for the lottery, then go to Summers and buy something nice. Talk to folks. Why don't you look at it that way, Bill? Uh, I suppose you're right. School teacher agreed with me, though. Go on, get up there. Oh, that's the way, Pa. Hurry up. 
Soon the men began to gather, standing around smoking, looking at the kids, talking about planting rain, tractors, taxes, you know. Dickie Delacroix and a couple of kids had made a great big pile of stones in one corner of the square, and they were playing King of the Hill on it. The men stood together away from the pile of stones, watching. Their jokes were quiet, and they smiled rather than laughed. Nice-looking folks, aren't they, John? Yeah, they're nice. They don't see them all together except on lottery day. Of course, there's Sunday in church, but some go to the congregational list and some to the Baptist, and folks like the Dunbars don't go nowhere. Morning, mm-hmm. Mr. Summers. Morning, Tessie. I've got those patterns in. I'll be over right after. John. Morning, Bill. Uh, I want to talk to you. Hello, Summers. Morning. Don't worry about me. I've got to see about the box and all for the drawings. Oh, morning, John. Well... It's the day. Yeah. You going to draw? I've got to. That's the rule. You said you wouldn't. You sat there in the post office and said you wouldn't. I know, but I'd have to leave town. It isn't easy to get another school this late. Well, anyways, you only draw for yourself. Tessie keeps talking about after. Starts me to sweating. She keeps talking about buying a pattern up to the summer store after. Short waisted, she said. I suppose you get used to it. I suppose if you've always had it, you don't think about it. I don't. I lived in the village all my life. I don't get used to it. Father, can I stay with Dickie Delacroix? Can I stay with him? No, you got to stay with the family, Davy. Father, the other kids got all the stones. Can I stay with Davy? Davy, I said, Davy, come here. Davy. Look at that. He's having fun. All the kids are having fun. Why? That's what I want to know. Why? You're a farmer. You know the answer. You told me you couldn't find anything in the book says it has to be. It stands to reason you find it in the books, don't it? This isn't my part of the country, Hutchinson. I don't make the rules. You don't stand to reason you could try to find out the truth. That's all I say. You can't argue with the folks about the lottery. I've tried. No, you can't argue with folks. Well, anyways, it's a nice day for it. It ain't right. I've been telling them year after year it ain't right. Now, Grandsire, take it easy. Now, you listen to me, Floyd Summers. I'm the oldest man in the village. Seventy-seven years I've been in the lottery. Seventy-seven years. I know that, Mr. Warner, but you But don't butt me. No, sir, don't butt me. I know what's right about the lottery. It ought to be chips of wood. One chip with the name of every family, all in a big black box. We can't do it that way, Grandsire. You know that. The box ain't big enough. That's the way it was when I was a boy. Chips of wood. None of this here bitty pieces of paper. Paper, huh? What kind of a lottery do you expect to have with paper? Well, there's too many folks in the village for wood anymore. Uh, nobody pays any mind to the old ways. There ought to be marching, too. I, I remember marching and, and somebody sort of, of chanting like. That's what there ought to be on lottery day. Uh, that was a long time ago. Nobody remembers that anymore. Yes, the trouble. Nobody remembers. Now, you take that black yeah, box. It's cracking. Uh, we ought to make a new one. A new one? Listen to him. A new box. Why, they used that box in my father's time for the lottery. And he told me it's made from the pieces of the box in his grandfather's time. Now, you're supposed to be in charge of that box. Why, I saw it year before last lying in Graves' barn. And this year, it sat right on the shelf in your store. Now, is that any way to take care of that box? They don't run the lottery the way they used to. Hey, I've been in it 77 years, and I ought to know. (laughs) 
Delacroix. All right, Tessie. Tessie. Now, what is it, Bill? Where's Davy? Playing with the other children there by the stone. Get him over here. Why? We're hitching up and getting out. Oh, we've got to wait for the drawing. We can't go now. I said we're going now. Oh, Bill, don't be silly. First place, we came all the way into the village for the lottery. Second place, summers won't be open till after. And I want to get those patterns. But after? Don't you understand? Suppose. Suppose. Bill, I'm surprised at you. Why, nobody else acts this way. You, you've just got to take it as it comes. You're a farmer. You know that. What's that got to do with it? Well, you didn't take on when the hog died of cholera before killing time. You just went on. But that's different. It just happened. You can't help it if something go. No, I won't. Neither will you. I don't get into the village often, and lottery day is one time I can see all the other women and talk. I'm not going back till it's all over supper time. <laughs> My goodness, Bill, you'd think it was something unusual. Lottery comes every year. It always has. Lottery was conducted as were the square dances, the teenage club, and the Halloween program by Mr. Summers, who had time and energy to devote to civic affairs. He was a round-faced, jovial man, and the people were sorry for him, because he had no children, and his wife was a scold. He was busy in the middle of the square with a little black box, setting it up and balancing it on a three-legged stool. Hey, one of you folks want to give me a hand with the box? Is uh, Mr. Martin? All right, boy. Hey, just hold it on that corner, steady. Watch right. his hand, Summers. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to do this fair and square just like always. Now, last night up at the coal company office, Mr. Graves and I made up the slips of paper. It ought to be chips of wood. What kind of piddling lottery can you have with Now, Grandson, don't you interrupt Mr. Summers. There's the box here. Anybody wants to can haul them out and check them over. Time now for the swearing in. Mr. Graves will administer the oath to me. I expect, as usual, we'll waive election. Didn't used to be no election. Used to pass from father to son. All right, all right. You, Floyd Summers, solemnly swear to carry out the duties of this lottery without fear or favor or prejudice, bias, or any other untoward acts of omission or commission. So help you. I do. You tell him, Floyd! <laughs> well, I expect now we're ready. We'll proceed as usual, drawn by families according to the rules. Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute, Floyd Summers. Oh, looks like another interruption. Oh, morning, Mrs. Martin. How do you like that? Clean forgot what day it was. Hello, Tessa. Well, morning. Morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thought my old man was out back stacking wood. Then I looked out the window and the kids was gone and I remembered it was the 27th and came a-running. Did I miss anything? Oh, you're in time. They're still talking away up there. It was just beginning, Mrs. Martin. Now, you just take your place with your family. My hand's still wet from the dishwater. Oh. Well, now, I guess we better get started. Yeah. Let's get this over with so we can get back to work. Yeah. Uh, ain't anybody here? Huh? Well, now, let's... This ain't the drawing. Just checking the list. Yeah. Now, uh, Adam? Adam? Well, I'm glad to see you. I missed you last Saturday. I guess you made it after all, huh, Miss Martin? Well, now, Tessie, between you and me, I knew it was lottery day, but you wouldn't have me leave the dishes in the sink now, would you? Dunbar! 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 Come on, Dunbar! Hold, Royce, for Dunbar! Clyde broke his leg, didn't he? Now, who's drawing for Well, I guess I draw. Oh, that's right. That's the rule. Wife draws for husband. Except and you've got a grown boy to do it for you, haven't you, Jane? Well, Horace is not the 16 yet. Guess i got to fill in for the old man this year. All right. I got that check. 
Watson boy drawing this year? Yeah. Oh, there you are, Charlie. Good to see your mother's got a man to do it. I suppose old man Warner's here. You know darn well I'm here, Floyd Summers. I was just talking to you. I ain't missed the lottery in 77 years. <laughs> All right, grandsire. Just joking. <laughs> well, that gets the list straight. All the rest is straight family. Unless anybody's got anything to add, we're ready for the drawing. Now then, Adams. Adams. No, I see. Just draw any one. Don't look at it till after. Next, Adamson. Adamson. Right, that does it. Anderson. Anderson. Seems like they changed order drawn, don't it, Tessie? Oh, no, that's the way it's always been. Seems like there's just no time at all between lotteries anymore. Seems like we got through with the last one only last week. I declare the way time flies. Time sure goes fast. Delacroix. Delacroix. There goes my old man. Now, don't worry, Agnes. Dunbar. Dunbar. Thank you, Janie. Well, your ladies will excuse me. Come on, Janie, you're holding us up. There she goes. I'm coming. Well, folks shouldn't hold up the lottery. It takes up a perfectly good morning as it is. Well, last year I didn't get time for half the things I meant to do in town. You're right, Tessie. My old man says he don't like lottery day because I always run the bill up at summer sky high. Gunderson. John Gunderson. Oh, there goes the schoolmaster. I'm not going to draw, Mr. Summers. <laughs> now, John, you know the rules. This is your second year in the village. I know. But I'm not going to draw. Now, don't be contrary, boy. Everybody draws in the lottery. What makes you better, schoolmaster? I don't believe in it. Now, that isn't the point, John, and you know it. Listen to him. He don't believe in the lottery. You hear that? Now, take it easy, Why, we've always had the lottery. Everybody knows that. Always have and always will. Over in the North Village, they're talking of giving up the lottery. Yeah, a pack of crazy fools in North Village. Listen to this idiot. Nothing's good enough for him. Next thing you know, they'll be wanting to go back to living in caves. Nobody work anymore. Live like that for a while. They don't have the lottery up where I come from. Stopped it years ago. Yeah, maybe so, but we ain't fools. Not here. Used to be a saying. Lottery in June, corn will grow soon. Now, you listen to him with his books and ciphering. First thing you know, we'll all be eating stewed chickweed and acorns. You're right, Grandpa. There's always been a lottery. Bad enough it ain't what it used to be with Floyd Summers up there joking and all. But there's always been a lottery. But why? Why? I tell you, they stopped it up north more villages every year. And the corn grows just as high. Ah, nothing but trouble in that. Pack of fools. Ah, you ain't no farmer, Gunderson. Old man Warner's right. Yes, sir. Lottery in June, corn will grow soon. That's the way it's always been. Yeah, you sure. can't get around that, schoolmaster. Lottery in June. But nobody knows you've never tried. You just go on and on every year the same yeah, way. You're darn And we're going right on just like we always done. What call is a young outsider to talk that way on Lottery Day? That's what I'd like now, to don't know. Get raw, Seventy-seven years but I've been coming to the lottery. There's no reason for it. No reason. Year after year, for generations, on June 27th. If you'd only think, if you'd only try, if you were willing to use reason instead of blind obedience to a crazy outworn yeah, tradition. That'll be about enough, John. You spoke your piece. Now we better get down to business. Rules say if anybody balks, the committee draws for him. Now, is that right, folks? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I'm going to call you again, regular and proper. If you stand mute, we'll go right on and draw for you. Now, which is it? All right. All right, I'll draw. Fine, fine. Now, let's get on. Hutchinson? 
Bill Hutchinson. Get on up there, Bill. There goes your man, Tessa. Imagine the schoolmaster making such a fuss. He's no better than the rest. It's everybody draws on lottery day. Yes, sir. I'm right here. All right, then. Sorry. Take it easy. It's no rush. Yeah. This makes the 77th year I've been in the lottery. Yes, sir. 77 times. Uh, uh, draw your slip now. Yeah. All right. It's all done. Martin, close the box. Yeah. Who's got it? What family? I ain't, I ain't got it. Grandpa, let me see your paper. Let me you see. let go of my hand, you hear? I can take care of myself. Ma, Ma, is it us? Is it us, Ma? Well, for goodness sake, what family is it? Who's got it? All right, all right, all right, folks. Now, let's do this orderly. Now, now, come on. Now, what family's got the black slip? It's Hutchinson's. There. Look, Bill Hutchinson's got it. Yeah, that's right. Aggie, Aggie, you won't tell your father it's the Hutchinson. Go on, run. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. Like Summers, I saw you. You didn't give him time to take any slip he wanted. I saw you. It wasn't fair. Now, Tessie, be a good sport. All of us took the same chance. It isn't fair, I tell you. It isn't fair. Shut up, Tessie. Well, now, everybody, that was done pretty fast. Just one hour or two minutes. Now, we've got to be hurrying a little more to get done before noon. It wasn't fair. Now, Bill, uh, let's see. Uh, you draw for the Hutchinson family, don't you? You got any other households in the Hutchinson? There's Don and Eva. Make them take their chance. Make them draw. Now, Tessie, Eva's your daughter, but she's married now. Daughters draw with her husband's family. You know that as well as anyone else. Oh, yeah, sure. It wasn't fair. That I guess that's it, Joe. My daughter draws with her husband's family. That's only fair. Well, now, Bill? I guess there's just us, Floyd. Davy, Tessie, and me. All right, now. Then as far as drawing for families is concerned, it's you. And as far as drawing for households is concerned, that's you, too. Yes, that's right. Martin, you give me the tickets for the Hutchinsons, all three of them. You got their tickets back? I got them. They're in the box, Floyd. All set, then. I I think we ought to start over. Now, Tessie. I tell you, it wasn't fair. You didn't give him time enough to choose. Everybody saw that. Now, we'll have to get on now. Are you ready, Bill? Listen, everybody, listen. You got to listen. You can see that. Are you ready, Bill? Ready. Maybe pick first, then you, then Tessie. Now, you got that? Here, help little Dave. Davy, come here. Sheriff, sure, it wasn't fair. Miss Delacroix, you can see they didn't give him time. Now, don't make a fuss, Tessie. It ain't fitting. All right now, Bill. You take the slips and keep them folded till everybody picks. Come on, Davy. Go on, son. Now, Davy, I want you to pick a piece of paper out of this box and hold tight. You understand? Sure, Mr. Summers. All right. Pick now. <laughs> just, just one paper, Davy. I got one. Good. Now, you better hold it for him, Martin. All set. All right, Bill. One paper. That's right. Now, Tessie. No, no, it wasn't fair. Tessie, you've got to draw. Come on, Tessie. All right. All right. I hope it ain't the child. Don't seem right. That's what it used to be. I tell you, there ought to be chips of wood. Flattery ain't like it used to be. People ain't the way they used to be. Quiet now, folks. Now, let's open the papers. Davy? Come on, Davy. Open your paper. There's nothing on it. Well. Bill? Mine's blank. Then I guess it's Tessie. Oh, no. No. 
Show us your paper, Bill. Yes, we will. Tessie, open your hand. No, 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 no. Come on, now. Open your hand. No, no. Yeah, Tessie, all right. Well, I'm going over with a pile of stones, all right. All right, folks. Let's finish quickly now. No, no, no. It isn't fair. Oh, Bill, Bill, no, Bill. It's too late, Tessie. There's nothing oh, no. I can Come do. Come on, Miss Delacroix. We better get a good stone before they're all gone. Oh, Dickie will save one for me. Well, hurry up. She'll be running soon. It wasn't fair. There wasn't time. Oh, Bill. Bill, please, Bill. You heard him, Tessie. Lottery oh, no. in June. Corn will grow soon. It isn't true. It isn't Ma, true. Mom, he's a stone for you. Here, Ma. Oh, that's a nice boy, Dickie. What a nice big stone. Uh, you'll have to go ahead and I'll catch up with you. Can't run at all with arthritis in my knees. All right. There's Davy. Davy, Davy, come here. Yes, ma'am. Now, here's a little stone for you. Take it. Sure. Now, you come along with me, Davy. Sure, I want, Mr. Fire. We've got to run after Ma now, huh? That's right, Davy. Come on. Listen, everybody, they didn't give me time. It wasn't fair. Not everybody. Agnes, help me. Come on, Davy. Throw your stone. Go on. Throw your stone. Oh, it isn't fair. It isn't right. Oh, help. around the blacksmith shop, smoking and talking about planting and tractors and taxes. And the women gathered in summers and bought yard goods and patterns and notions. The little children played in the dust throwing pebbles at each other. The lottery was over for this year. Lottery in June. Corn will grow soon. Next year. Next June 27th. Well... Maybe we'll learn. Maybe there'll be no lottery. Maybe we'll begin to reason, to find the truth. Maybe we'll find out we don't have to pick out folks in the lottery just because our fathers and their fathers did it. Because it always was that way. Maybe next year there won't be a lottery. It's up to all of us. Chances are there will be, though. have heard The Lottery by Shirley Jackson, whose novel The Hangsman will be published soon. The adaptation was by Ernest Canoy of NBC. In tonight's cast, Mrs. Summers was Louise Larmer. Summers was Charles Field. Mrs. Delacroix was Gail Bonney. Dickey was Johnny McGovern. Hutchinson was Jeff Corey. Davy was Jeffrey Silver. Warner was Stephen Chase. Mrs. Dunbar was Irene Tedrow. The schoolmaster was Jim Nusser. Tessie was Margaret Brayton. Graves was Jack Nessel. The folk music was by Morris King. Your announcer, Don Stanley. The director of NBC Presents Short Story is Andrew C. Love. 
with us again two weeks from tonight as NBC presents short stories. On that occasion, a powerful story of machine politics and corruptible men. Shadow of Evil by James Aswell. Hear it two weeks from tonight. And in the meantime, bear in mind this message from the United States Marine Corps. United States Marine Corps training is training for leadership and training for life. If you were to examine the biographies of many of America's most successful and prominent businessmen, statesmen, and athletes, you would find that they received their basic leadership training in the Marine Corps. The ability to think quickly and precisely developed by these men as Marines now stands them in good stead as civilians. One of the first things a Marine learns is how to take care of himself. As a result, self-sufficiency becomes one of his most prominent characteristics. And in learning to care for himself, he also learns to care for his comrades and to direct their activities intelligently. In short, he learns how to lead. The young man who today is considering the various services may well give serious thought to this important aspect to Marine Corps training. No matter how he plans to earn his living in later years, Marine Corps training is leadership training and will help him to succeed. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That's our Strange Tale for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. You can find more from NBC's short story, Strange Tales, all the other podcasts, thousands of episodes available, all to listen to for free at relicradio.com. If you'd like to help out keep everything free, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Your support has made it all happen and will continue to make it all happen. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you again next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales. Strange Tales.